Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined as always by Trace Finnecaro. And um I got no snake. I got no snake pun this week. That is a one gunner Kennedy. Weak sauce. Yeah. Letting us down. It's okay. Easter Bunny told me that Christmas wasn't real and Santa Claus is still Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of crazy shit like that, let's talk about these crazy fucking uh <laughs> these crazy <laughs> conspiracy theories that are floating around uh social media, specifically YouTube. Shall we start with uh So the one that is yeah. just overpowering my news feed right now is this fantastic one that says that the um that Bill Gates um invented coronavirus. Um so that he could vaccinate us all. And, but even more than that, um, it's that he, so that he can create a, a digital identity where we're all microchipped. And that microchip is what we use internationally to travel. So if I were to go to um, Italy, for example, um, they would have no problem letting me into the country because they would scan my microchip. The microchip would say that I'm vaccinated. And that this is all part of a global ID invented by uh, Bill Gates. But the coronavirus was really a catalyst to make sure that this product, um, this product came to market. So I haven't heard this. So can I just say from a layman's term, this sounds like some of like, like someone that doesn't understand technology or uh, international travel, which I'll be frankly honest. I don't have a ton of experience in it. Can someone explain to me what the difference is between a fucking microchip that would get scanned in your arm and a passport? Nothing. <laughs> it's like some jack wagon who doesn't even like who can't who isn't even creative enough to I don't know think of some other cooler science fiction based um, identification system. Yeah. It's just like, oh, they chip dogs, so they're going to chip mm-hmm. humans. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing. Um, actually, oh, yeah. there's there's several advantages to bringing the documentation electronic. Now, there's disadvantages. There's always disadvantages when technology is introduced. That's observed if you work for an employer that has a computer outage. There, there's things that you could have done previously before the technology exists. And now that it's been replaced with technology, you have no backup, right? Sure. So there's, there's, there's serious problems. The other problem that can occur because the technology has replaced the manual verification methods, such as stamping a fucking piece of paper, which is how we uh, get into countries right now, by the way, <laughs> they could stamp your passport with a coronavirus thing. Like it could have some seal of approval. Right. No, I mean, you were, how you could it be any, you've got antibody producer or whatever. Yeah. How could it be any worse than our existing stamp process? Right. I mean, it's, are, are they, are they using special micro toner to make sure that this stamp Dude, came from this, an exact location? This right? thing, or yeah. you this just thing says a recycled yes. piece of garbage. Gunner, you know what I'm talking about. Who is the Silicon Valley based uh, company ran by that uh, young woman, relatively Toronto's. young? Toronto's. Yeah. Like, they just recycled that. <laughs> well, but actually, no, they, 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 they were. That was actually one of like that the machines that were bought for Theranos were originally going to be used in doing the mass testing <laughs> for COVID with that company that they tried to do the first pass in the United States. Nice. So so what's interesting is is there was a there was a video 
um, released four or five years ago. It's in 2015. Um, I, I think five years ago now. Um, and it was a speech by Bill Gates. Telling you not to about, be a dumbass. <laughs> talking about the next <laughs> outbreak. Yep. Right. And he's, it's, it's kind of like watching the movie outbreak. Right. And he explains about how the next, the next major threat to civilization is actually going to be an airborne virus. So when you talk about the, the plausibility of some of these conspiracy theories, they're founded on stacks and stacks and stacks of actual real event facts um, that have occurred, um, that have been documented, that have been talked about, but are now like like there's a really, really bright light shining on them and everybody's looking at them and they're re-watching these things. And it's just reinforcing some of the conspiracies. Well, conspiracy theories aren't about explaining a scenario. They're about coming to the conclusion that you want to. Like, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of like back, they're back justifying a, a weird, like a belief that you've already. Like the, yeah, they're trying, they're like searching for it, right? They're searching for what they want to hear is kind of what you're saying. Yeah. But I mean, like USA Today published an article just a few weeks ago and the headline was, did Bill Gates predict the coronavirus? That's the headline, That's right? Irres- well, that is irresponsible, quote-unquote, German- yes. journalism. And then just a few weeks later, right, these rumors are coming out saying that he not only predicted it, he created it. Because if he created it, then he could sell this universal ID to all of the nations, and just become more powerful. I got I got to ask you guys like after we've seen everything come down through this. You know like and like I'm sure that it will be muffled in cuz there's there's no point that you know like there's no derivable benefit from acknowledging the fact that this scenario never mind like the Bill Gates thing like this scenario was described and planned to be responded to for like the last four or five years you know like this is known as a national security like this was known as a national security threat and you know you can say like the crazy stuff like the plan we have to invade you know the plan we have to invade canada or anything like that but it's like the fact that this has been so fucked up because you know the the next one in the pipe other than like yellowstone going is like the cli- like whatever's going to happen with the climate and the biosphere fucking struggling i like do you think do you think we're actually we actually are capable of fucking dealing with this as a species like you know there might be pockets who who can do it in their own like kind of corner of the woods but like it just People are too like we've just we just we just let the fucking monkeys with the dynamite monkeys sit at the wheel too long. Can I, can I if you want yeah. my answer to that? Yep, yep. And it's uh, it's probably a bit callous, and honestly, it's it's changed a little bit over the past month. Um, and I'm not even somebody that doesn't have a job right now, so I you know I'm thankful that I have a job and and all that. I've already I've already stated that. I don't need to say that again, but um, I think. And this is coming from someone who has a who is has a somewhat compromised respiratory system. You know, there's a part of my left lung that's never going to work and come back. Um, 
and you know, does it put me in a little bit more risk? Probably a little higher risk category, but you know, I'm fortunate enough to say just barely under 40 and you know, the fatality rates in that are pretty low. This is a culling. This is, this shit happens. Like there's nothing to deal with at this point. We need more tests, no doubt. But the, the ram, I, I start to question and I, I'm, I find myself feeling like, you know, like, like kind of a right winger, but <laughs> at what point, like at what point do the ramifications of the economy completely collapsing overshadow the well, deaths yeah. of old people? Right. So wait, right. I gotta, I, I gotta, you know, again, unfortunately we are kind of in the, we're in a live experiment and it's yeah. the poor one because we can't yeah. run control groups. But well, we kind of can gonna, just look at other countries that have done this properly, but yes. that would require that would require our nation to think as a collective and to actually observe objectively objectively make decisions yeah. and then choose the path on a on a national scale, not on a state by state basis. On a national scale, we choose one path that that the work because we're not even the the second country to get. Fucked by this thing, right? Yeah, it, it it kind of we kind of got this delay, although we don't know. It could have been here before. It's not like um, we're retroactively testing I, people that had uh, cold symptoms. I, I think know. I had it. Yeah, you know. And again, yeah. like we're kind we're of quick. Kinda, quick update. Quick update on that. Um, I got a text from a buddy of ours. Apparently, the antibody or the antibody test is currently being under review in FDA and could be out as soon as two weeks. Yep. Oh, nice. So then you will know if you had it already. Yeah. Um so so this this like universal ID, right? The reason that people are paranoid about this, I believe is because if you look at why it was invented, right? Cuz again, most of these most of these conspiracies are based on on real life events, facts, things that did happen. And um, one of its most successful rollouts in the Gates Foundation did assist with with a portion of this rollout. It's also been under high high criticism. Anyone that watched, watches, um, I think John Oliver mentioned mentioned the issues with this. But India has an electronic ID system, and they suffered the same types of problems that the United States did because it was almost like like um, identity theft once you got a hold of that ID. Right, which is which is a pretty big paranoia, and it goes back to one of the disadvantages of things going electronic. However, this program in India was really designed so that a good portion of the uh, the India population that were poor could file for and receive benefits. Right, so it's been largely perceived as a way to help only the poor, or maybe a to, to spin it differently is to just accept the fact that we're poor, right? And we're entering an era, um, which kind of goes to your point, Wade, about where if we're better or worse, um, had we just let the virus propagate? And I, I can't answer that. I, but, and I don't think that I don't think we should. I'm not like making a hard line like we should have just let. No, I do think that um, we had to shock the system. We had to become aware of social distancing and that when there is a pandemic going on, you really probably should kind of stick, stick to yourselves. And I'm not talking about gatherings. Like I'm still like, no, no sports gatherings, no shit like that. But getting people back to work and being able to identify a who has the virus, who may have the virus and who has already had the virus. 
I think it's time that we got to start thinking about getting this shit on the road. Yeah, because I yeah. don't know. I almost you know want I mean? to sign up for it. Just get it. You know, like let me get it. Just let me and my family just have it for a while. We'll stay home. We got food for for a few weeks. We'll be okay. But uh, so it so seventy five million people in India qualified for a gas stove in their home as the result of the rollout of this system, and. This, even though this isn't new news, this happened a few years ago. Um, the, the program actually started over ten years ago in India, um, but it was a few years ago when this actually was was properly rolled out, and and, and it did have some implementation, some serious implementation uh, flaws. People are learning this now, right? As they're listening to videos about Bill Gates essentially predicting this thing, right? Bill Gates is talking about how we're going to be able to travel into other countries, how they're going to know, right? And at the same time, only 30% of the workforce right now can successfully work from home. So you have the other 70% of people at home wondering what tomorrow is going to look like when they're waiting for the government to issue them a check, right? Whether it's the state government, whether it's through yep. unemployment or it's through the stimulus package, or maybe, maybe you need, you need to pay people in your business and you're waiting for the business loans to come through, which is another thing that's, that's being delayed. Um, and businesses are having trouble with. So when you kind of stack all of that up into a pile, you start to wonder, you're like, how the fuck how the fuck did he predict this? How is he going to be part of the rollout of the universal ID? Maybe he didn't predict it at all. Maybe he created it. And he's kind of known for being an asshole in the past. See, I've never really known. I've known like Gates to be shrewd and kind of, I know he fucked over, you know, the guys over at Apple in the beginning, he essentially stole from them. But for the past, I don't know, Decade, decade and a half, he's been a semi-retired and B, like, wasn't the last thing he was in the news for was like building a machine that could successfully kind of turn your like fecal matter and like strain it into into clean drinking water. Does it sound like a guy that's fucking trying to poison the world and control it? That was that was Dean Kamen, but but you know, no, he's the Gates Foundation has been involved in a lot of projects like that and it was mostly because his, his wife his, his wife basically put the boots to him and just like said hey yes now that you're not doing the work maybe like l- listen i'm kind of into this thing i think this is a project that like would benefit you know like this is something you could sink your teeth into let's, let's let's just go do this and like as time has gone on he's gotten more and more interested in this particular problem set because it is a very it, it, the kind of problems that the gates foundation deals with I mean, other than the political stuff, are actually like pretty involved technical problems, like from a, a big systems perspective. You know, like the, the the ID thing is that because, like, yeah, when you're trying to track, when you're trying to manage global disease, you know, you have to know who, who's who's talked to who, where they've been, because you got to be able to kind of focus down that web of contact pretty quickly. Well, that's that I mean, that's theory. why if if you've looked at like the the Korean model, which I think would be closer to our model. Not the Chinese model, which is an autocracy that you know they just they just China, board buildings up. <laughs> China, 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 China's North Korea with iPhones. Yeah, um, but with and with McDonald's, but but I think like the Korean model where they have literally everyone's registered, 
Um, everyone registers their contacts. There's a shit ton of testing. There's like an app on their phone that if somebody has come into contact, it is in the, is in the risk factor. It'll immediately notify them. Or if there's somebody that's positive with COVID, it will let them know kind of the area that they're in and areas to avoid. You know what I mean? Like, and don't get me wrong. You take that down a dark rabbit hole, like a black mirror rabbit hole. And things could get real bad real quick. I get that. But like, they are they're being transparent with the information and the people are being responsible and smart enough with that information and they're using it you know what i mean it's not like this the government's locking them down and they're not allowed to leave for like 2 to 3 weeks and if you don't have food well you're kind of in deep shit now here's another fact that scares people <laughs> cuz this just thickens right and this is why this is such a perfect conspiracy bill gates announced Last month, almost exactly a month ago, that he's stepping down from the from from a lot of the public boards that he's a part of, like the like for Microsoft, right? Mm-hmm. So, and he and he said time and time again, he's like, "This has nothing to do with the virus." He's like, "I I I'm done doing, I'm done doing that old work, and I want to do I want to spend more time on my my philanthropic efforts." But it's not perceived that way, right? It's perceived that he's going to start something brand new. And this brand new thing is the virus that he unleashed on all of us. And now he's going to be the the richest man in the world again. I guess I just invented sells it. It's so lowbrow and stinks of like unoriginal, like regurgitated, really cheap and, and dumb, like, like, Cheesy sci-fi. It's like the GoBots. It's not even like the Transformers of conspiracy theories. It's like it does, the fucking GoBots. It, it does, but you have to at least acknowledge the fact that the supporting evidence requires more than lowbrow intelligence. You actually have to stop and read the facts. You do have to be selective about the facts, but all conspiracies are enforced by very, very selective fact-checking. Yeah. Right? Uh, well, because it's or lack it's, thereof. It's this. It's this selection bias where you already know what you want. Yes. Or maybe you're skeptical, and then the more you see, the more paranoid you get, and then you feel that you've actually lost all control, and that the system is actually defining the outcome, and you're, there is nothing you can possibly do about it. You're and in a lot of ways, describing schizophrenia. <laughs> but are in a lot of ways aren't. Am I not also describing the collapse the collapse of our economy? No, you you're, you're describing that. You're just dis- you're describing fanatical uh, religious uh, <laughs> groups. A devotion to the Pope, a fanatical yeah. devotion to the Pope. It's uh, people front. Yeah, I. If anything, I would argue the most believable conspiracies conspiracies that I've heard. And I don't believe, I don't really, I can't, I don't know enough to believe them. Right. I'm smart enough to know that I don't really know much, especially when it comes to this arena. One that this coronavirus was somehow developed by a country that doesn't like us very much. And they are relishing and they are, you know, uh, they are gaining or, or our, our pain is their gain as far as our economy is concerned. Which I don't listen. I don't know. It's just a conspiracy. No, no, I know. And the other one is that this was all like set up by like, you know, 
Illuminati and like sub level mem- members to essentially like knowingly tank the stock market so that they could essentially have, have, make some one giant insider trade move and not get caught for it. Well, I mean, first of all, he was caught, right? It was Charles Lieber, or is that <laughs> how you say his name? And he was arrested in January of this year for dealing directly with the city of Wuhan, um, specifically the Wuhan University of Technology. And he was arrested for connections with a Chinese government-sponsored recruitment program. At least that's the allegations against him. Right. So there was an arrest in the, the arrest did coincidentally start, and we covered this in previous episodes, but it did coincidentally start in the same city we believe the coronavirus to, uh, to have started from. The real question is, is it, w- w- which I think is important for any conspiracy to be correct, is who benefits? And the, the overwhelming response that I've heard is that the government wants to have more control over us. And some could say that that's become effective because we can't even leave our own houses without a lot of restrictions. But the long-term effect of that, I, I, I don't know. I mean, if we truly become a welfare state and nobody's allowed to work, I mean, then we are entering some dark ages. And the people who see this happening now that are pissed that they can't go to work, the people that are like, you know what, give me the virus. I'll stay home for a week and then I'll go back to work. Those people, as every week goes on, start getting more and more scared about the amount of power that the government has. Can the government prevent you from leaving your own home? And I think this is a fundamental, it's a really good fundamental question. And it comes down to the what freedoms you have that can be limited, right? Because you're a danger to others. Uh, there are parts of our country right now that are under, like, like I believe there's a, a a section of Michigan that is like in lockdown, essentially, where like police well, are Detroit, like. Detroit is like fucking going full New York City, plague, like fucking King's Landing at the moment. Well, can we just use the Robocop reference? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in, in New York here, um, our governor actually is is he just he just threatened uh, a constitutional war against our against the president of the United States because he believes that he should be able to keep our state on lockdown. He believes he should have the executive authority to do that, whereas the president believes that he should have the executive authority to tell businesses to get back to normal. And I, th- yeah, I think neither of them should have the authority. I mean, who, whoever does who is who, it's the people should decide well, for the people. Like so, the, 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 so where the, where this goes though, um, you don't get a federal business license. You get a state business like, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm not saying you, you can get an argument semantics and, you know, there is a pissing match. It, it gets into the, you know, it's the, this, there's a lot, there's been a lot of like kind of really allowing of bad behavior over the last couple decades. That's really kind of pr- like come to a, a boiling point at this moment because you have effectively, uh, a federal government that's been made, in, you know, be- between corruption and attempts by certain parties to make it the least effective as possible. Now we're in a situation where we actually kind of require some leadership at that level. 
we just can't do it. Um, I mean, not cohesively, not in like not in a focused way. Um, you have the you have like the state, like you know, this whole what do they call it, like the Pacifica Coalition or something in the Northeast Block or whatever. You know, like pencil, like all the states in the yeah. It's the the northeastern one is New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, uh, Massachusetts, and Rhode Rhode Island and Connecticut. Yeah. I think Delaware joined in on that too today. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. Those are the ones that I knew so far. But I'm really hoping kind of Maryland and VA do as well. But wait, that and, might be a little tricky. And, and here's here's the deal: like <sighs> New York City, they got hit pretty hard. Like it's so, pretty bad. <sighs> See, so it's, I don't it's, know what to do with that, right? Like I, I know, you know, do you go business as usual there? I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to kick people when they're down and stuff like that. De Blasio, really fucking, just was. De Blasio did not carry himself very well in that situation because he didn't. He didn't take it seriously when we knew it was going to be serious shit, like, cause you know, like he was telling people on fucking St. Patrick's day, go out, go to Chinatown. Don't be, it's like, meanwhile, it's like, <laughs> we know this has, this is fucking horrifically contagious. And, and then the in all fairness, in all fairness. Hey, did you hear, yeah. did you hear what, what Cuomo said to him? What? <laughs> de Blasio said he, he made a statement about um, us being locked down for a certain amount of time. And Cuomo said, that is your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Well, He's no, like, because that is your opinion. Because, like, oh, well, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Well, no, because, like, and, and unfortunately, again, like, I have certain long standing differences of opinion with a Cuomo, which, much like, you know, wishing in one hand and doing something in the other and see which one gets filled for, you know, like, I don't agree with some of the legislative agendas that he's had. You know, I'm not, but. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like he's the only one that's been fucking actually like, you know, of of the two of them. I mean, like, you know, the county executives and stuff like that, they've been kind of, you know, like they've been kind of you, they're, they're treating this like a serious thing. De Blasio, like Cuomo basically had to step in and get de Blasio to get his shit together. And, you know, he's he's been doing his best not to be like fucking like just straight up saying that. Kind of like how he's been having the co- the couched language when he's doing these news conferences about Donald Trump, but yeah, like he's been he's- pretty polite, and that's why I found I, I found I find this to be a little bit interesting because he's been pretty polite. Um, he's been pretty apolitical in a lot yes. of his uh, briefings about the coronavirus. But what's even more interesting about this, and this gets even this gets a little bit more, I think a little bit more. Th- it kind of thickens the plot, so. If you go and search out this this back and forth, right, and you can find you could find you know the real Donald Trump's tweets, and mm-hmm. the real Donald Trump's tweets pretty much say you come to us and ask us for ventilators. That's because we're in charge. You don't get to just declare your independence after you get the ventilators and say that you run your own state. The government the the government is 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 in charge. But what's interesting, though, is how the media is spinning this, right? Because really, this is what we want. I, and it sounds dumb, but we actually want we our fight. leaders to fight over, over yes. us. Absolutely, right? Because they both want the best, and they should come to a conclusion. You don't want a war, though. 
So what's really interesting about this is the sound bites and some of like, if you read like the headlines on, on uh, NBC news, right? NBC news, which is part of Microsoft, right? Well, it, no, they, 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 they did get rid of their, I think they actually, even they re rebranded MSNBC as like a non, I, I, I have to look this up real quick, but so but, sorry. Go, go ahead. I, I believe Microsoft is actually out of that 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 business with them at this point. Oh yeah, no, you're right. In 2012, NBC acquired Microsoft's remaining stake. Okay, so take Microsoft out of it. <laughs> it doesn't mean that they don't have political ties, though. But uh, but take Microsoft out of it. But it's still interesting because these headlines are they're they're trying to bring. They're tr I still feel like they're trying to divide the people, right? Like, hey, I'm Team Cuomo. Hey, I'm Team Trump. But in reality, like, they're if as long as they're both team people, it doesn't really matter, right? As long as both of them want the country to succeed, it doesn't really matter whose team you're on. The only thing that really matters is the outcome, right, of this battle. And of of course, what's interesting is is Cuomo uses the term that Trump is breaking the Constitution the moment that he does this. And, of course, whenever somebody talks about constitutional rights, everyone pulls their gun out. <laughs> yeah, well, every, yeah, because the, the thing is, is that to – yeah, and this is – he's gotten – he's gotten – yes. The, the, thing, the thing is, is that, like, Trump is the quintessential example of what they call the unitary executive – which is basically they when they fucking when they didn't fucking prosecute Nixon to the fullest extent of the law, they screwed us forever. And that's all you know. But, but yeah, there's there's been a lot there's been a lot of very fast and loose interpretations on what the executive wing can can and can't do in the United States as of, as of the last t ten or so years, and right. it's. We're we're at we're at a point where it's like, unfortunately, people go to the president because of the fucking because we have a congressional body that basically won't fucking do anything and is too busy either fucking not offending people or like just doing an agenda for their literal you know like their literal paymasters and not the fucking you know like not. Not this, hey, we have to lead a nation instead of, hey, I need to get this fucking defense contract signed or no. I need to get this business deal like through or I got to I got to buy buy or sell all this stock in secret that I got from a briefing that now this is out there. But and and he's 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 denied. But I, I'll, I'll go down the conspiracy just a tad. Yeah. And then and then we'll jump to our next one. Um the idea that Cuomo is really just running for presidency. Huh. Well, see, the, the the thing with that is that he would never. Uh, so, would you vote uh, for him? Well, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm saying the the thing, the thing. <laughs> no, I. The the thing is, is that you know, like they fucking go to town on Biden's family for all the baggage that they have. Cuomo isn't like so. You have what? what uh, Honestly, what? man, you gotta you gotta back up. Like that, like that used to mean something. That doesn't mean shit anymore. Well, Trump's got plenty of fucking yeah. quote misquotes. Yeah. It's all about who can talk the most shit on a stage now. 
Yes. Like and, who can? And well, I have they, to say, I have to say, Cuomo might be might give him might give Trump a run for his money. Both New Yorkers, which means yeah. they can both talk a hell of a lot of shit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and and to be honest, when I listen to them both briefing me in the morning, I kind of want to listen to Cuomo. He sounds like he knows what he's doing and he's doing right where Trump seems more like he's feeding like, like distractions back, which is very strange. He just doesn't seem to be addressing the answers, whether or not he's doing a better job or not. is It's hard for me to say, right? Because, because all of it's being filtered through some form of media before it reaches to me. Trump, I'm not there working. Next Trump to wants to fight. <laughs> but but I, when I listen to Cuomo, I'm like, well, you know, I, I mean, I agree with all of his policies, but fuck, he's good at making decisions. We may well segue, man, like, because honestly, this this is something to talk about because uh, effectively, I'm going to say uh, this week, we, the, the Democrat, not that we, I, I, I'm really more of an independent, but I a lot of the times uh, fall on the left-hand side of things. The Democratic Party, though, literally lost the election this week. Like, not that Sanders was going to win it, but if anyone had a chance to win it, Sanders had a chance because that dude, he's smart. He's sharp. He's got the, he's got a lot of skin in the game. He's got a lot of street cred and uh, I mean, infinitely more street cred than uh, Donald Trump as far as doing the right thing and being a good guy. Um, but I mean, he just, he's done. He's out. Biden's the candidate and he endorsed Biden last night, I guess, in some special Thing. I, 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 I can't believe it. I really can't believe it. Like with, with Hillary, I understood, right. With Hillary, I really understood why, why he couldn't, he couldn't come out on top. Well, because the DNC the fucked him. <laughs> right. Like, they essentially create, like committed, uh, essentially treason. But I, I, I don't understand I, I understand that Biden was was pulling higher, especially in some of the it was the southern states, right? That he was pulling higher in. Yeah, South Carolina. I mean, essentially, it's I believe it sounds like he was pulling higher um, with the black vote, which I kind of get on a um, topical. You know, he was he was uh, he was Obama's vice president, but dude, Bernie Sanders like marched. <laughs> like arm in arm with, with black people for civil they're during the civil rights movement. I mean, yeah, Bernie, Bernie Sanders was never, never like directly attached with totally not Pat. You know, or how is it? Like, there's no way that you can't interpret this as, yeah, actually he's, he's like immensely casually racist. Like, you know, <laughs> You think Sanders is casually racist? No, I'm saying Biden. Oh, like you know, yeah, Biden. Bi- yeah. You know, and you, you can say that people grow and stuff like that. And I, I, I get that, but it's just like Biden is an unending chain of like really shitty positions that he kind changed over time. Uh, you know, he's the guy who got it so that you can't discharge student loans in bankruptcy. You know, like every yeah, like. You know, he's he was a fucking big proponent of the Southern strategy where they fucking got all the Republicans that basically fucking bailed out. I honestly think after civil rights cut, I think that Obama chose him as a running mate essentially to, to, yeah, to like make like the white vote, like to get part to get the white vote. It was (laughs) no, no, like, are are you familiar? So true. Well, are are you familiar? Strategy. 
Well, it's how George Bush. It's how George Bush, uh, George Herbert Walker Bush got to be Ronald Reagan's vice president, because Ronald Reagan wasn't supposed to be the Republican candidate, and the party made him take George George H W as his vice president. Otherwise, they were gonna fucking bury him. I just it's it's mind boggling to me. Like, okay, take it's just any aspect. I don't understand how. Bernie's too extreme. It's like, I don't know. We're living in a time right now where we kind of need like extreme (laughs) measures to fix things. And we need federal help. (laughs) This is what's crazy, right? Because we just had, um, I I gotta, I gotta look up the episode number, uh, because it's going to be entertaining. Um, I don't have it on me right now, but we had an episode where you and I argued about the, 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 the minimum viable wage. Right. And yeah, and, and, and I'm like, no, the economy can't support this idea. And, and you're like, no, it can. And he's got a whole, you know, Andrew Yang's got a whole bunch of, of reasons on his website, why we need this. And who the fuck would have thought <laughs> that within a year's time, we would be given a minimal, vi- a, a, a minimally viable wage by, by our Republican government. Right. Well, and it's it's funny because well, I say funny, funny in the like laugh until you cry and then day drink until the, the the tears stop. Um, but it's like the ACA thing as opposed to like getting like universal health care, which is that hey, we're gonna do this thing that kind of does what we were talking about, but also does it in the worst way possible, and there's like a huge bunch of problems that make it all like in some ways worse than if we had done nothing at all. Like the the one time, what is it? Like the one time feel good maximum twelve hundred dollar payment, which is really just a tax credit from next year and all this stuff. You know, like, and it's one thing to say, like, you know, you're talking about the universal income. It's like New York State's fucking broke. Like, did you did you like? I mean, like they haven't done the hard numbers on that yet, but like Cuomo's even saying, like, yeah, we're we're like like our budget's fucking shot. I don't even want to like talk about that too much. My mom's supposed to be retiring this year, dude. All like, they're the already money, done. All the money in New York City is d- done on trade. There's yes. no trading going on. Like, yeah, no, of course they're fucking broke. Well, no, but like my like my my my, my mother's retiring like in a couple months. She was. And, like, it's not, well, she. I don't. Well, it's, I don't <laughs> she know. She was. Can back. Well, no, it's 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 like she's doing her students. It's not like she can get. I don't think you can like roll that back. But her retirement's through New York State. And social security and <laughs> both of those might have just evaporated into fucking smoke here. So I don't just, you know, you know, I mean like, you know, and again, it's not, it, it's, it's, it, and I, I say that not just as a me thing. It's just like, like how fucking, how fucking brutal is that? Because like, listen, it, dude, like, honestly, this is, a, this is like, <laughs> it sucks, but it's like, if there's anything that this proves, it's like pensions, including with teachers. And I know your jobs are tough and I know it's a tough job. It all needs to go away. Pensions are not viable. We can't afford to pay people to that don't produce and that, um, you know what I mean? That we, we just can't do it. Well, it's, it's what no. has put major companies in this country out of business. So here's, here's the question. How does insurance fall into that too? 
and this is this is why I think Wait, universal oh, healthcare is is kind of like not, not, no, I, I'm not seeing even health insurance. You're talking about yeah, because I mean, I mean, unemployment is a form of insurance. Yes, well, it, like because we're we're in a situation now, like there there there's what people are finding out is that they there's literal there are literally pandemic insurance policies. Yeah, and. Yeah. They're refusing to pay out on them because COVID is not specifically a named disease in it. Right. And, and it, no, but where I, where I guess the thing is, is that uh, what's going to get real ugly is that if this goes on for an extended period of time, either like there's going to have to be a shooting war or murders or the fucking the fucking smoke like the the the, the song and dance slash smoke screen sideshow that has like perpetuated most of western economies is just going to be kind of like fucking laid bare and there's going to be a lot of very ugly questions starting to get asked and this you know like this this can get real interesting real quick because it's you know, like we're, 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 what is it? We, we just magicked how many trillions of dollars into existence? Like six yeah. trillion. Yeah. And that's basically just borrow. You know, like again, yeah. that's borrowing from the future, everything like that. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's yeah, we're just delaying. We're delaying. We're just trying to make the collapse of the economy a little bit slower. Oh, by the way, episode sixty-seven. The title's "Radical Heights." Um, we Wade and yeah. I argue about uh, Andrew Yang on that episode. So, for those listening that are interested um, in that type of talk, um, you go back and play that episode. That was from September um, uh, of last year. So Sanders, Sanders is interesting. I, I, I really didn't like right. a lot of his political campaign, but. I mean, some of the stuff that came across my newsfeed was just fucking lies. And I'm like, how is this any better than the opposition? I really, it really, a lot of his campaigning bothered me. However, what I really liked about Sanders was he was like this fucking angry school teacher that was going to do whatever he needed to solve a problem. And I think, and and I could be completely wrong with this, but I think the reason that Sanders never could become president in today's day and age is because he's... He's not somebody that people wake up and like. There's not a charm. I feel like he's lacking a charm. He's he's constantly fighting for the people. And instead of the people taking that away as a good, they just they they you know what I mean? They they almost picture he's him a, as he's a grump. like a character. Yeah, he's yeah, a grump inside like a show. Yeah. And they're like, I don't want that grump. Yeah, when but it's like reality, that grump has seen all the shit. Like right. he's seen it, he's seen too much. Yeah, his you know hair I mean? is gray for a fucking reason. <laughs> like, and that's I, I, there's just like I said on so many levels. Like Jesus, Joe Biden. Look at a picture of Joe Biden two years ago. to now he ain't gonna make it. Like to the he looks terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's just and I and I do think like people. Oh, they're taking out of context. No, the Can dude you, gets confused in, in a in a in a, a oh, significant portion of the time he speaks. I you know and it, you saw, I, and I don't mean to be. Go ahead. You can be critical. Absolutely. Go for it. No, it's when Tulsi and fucking uh, Yang and Buttigieg dropped out, every single person who's running for president is going to be the oldest president in the history of the United States. And I don't understand how this happens. There's there's not a single person that was Mm -hmm. born that's running for president 
that wasn't alive before hydrogen weapons existed on this planet. Like, I right. don't, I, how does this, like, how does this, how does this happen? I don't, I guess I don't understand. Is it because it's just, if the system is is flawed, like, is it like, like Rage said, the system is fixed, the structure is set, you'll never change it with a ballot poll? Is that what's happening? Like, they've just yes. got control of it. They want it run how they want it run. And that's it. Because literally, like, we had young people in the race. And granted, like, Pete Buttigieg was, yeah, like, white well, toast. He's a, he's, and he's, he's, he's a CIA op anyways. Yeah, I feel like he's like a young, <laughs> he's just a really, really, he's a significantly younger Joe Biden. Not really a massive fan. You know, but I don't know much about Tulsi Gabbard. But, like, I don't know. You know you know my thoughts on Yang. I liked Yang. I thought he was a smart guy. I, I think that he... Some of his ideas, maybe not all of them, but at least some of them could, might be useful. At least some of his business acumen. But I mean, I just I think Biden's going to get the floor mop with him. Like, and he, I just thought it's it's nuts. It's insane to me. They were going to make this announcement last night. Yeah, like it was I, a big I, deal, and it pissed really, me off. I really thought Trump was going to win. Was going to win on his own. I didn't realize it was going to be handed to him. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but like they, they have this announcement and, and everyone's hoping like the announcement is like, you know what? It's going to be Biden and fucking and, and Bernie. But it's like, no, they couldn't even get together in the end. Like, it's like, nope, we disagree on a lot of stuff, but uh, I'm going to give him my support and all my delegates are going to him and and I'm endorsing him. And it's like, you think that fucking matters now? You think because there, I do believe there are a lot of Bernie supporters that would rather fucking. I, I don't think it's as strong as last is last. Uh, I don't think that the Bernie supporters are going to cross the lines and vote for Trump like they did last last election because there were some that did. But I, I just I almost did. I, I, I voted for an independent. I didn't yeah, I did. vote for Trump, I, but I refused I, to vote I, for the, the I did too. Nominee. I did too. And and what I really don't like and, you know, call me call me an idiot. Because Sam wasting my vote. What I really don't like is I don't like people telling me that I need to vote for a side. Yeah, I agree. Like, like, well, he's going to win again if you don't vote for this other person. Beautiful like, part well, about this country. I have a fucking choice to do what the, I want with my vote, including yeah, this, waste it. This, this is a demo. This is a democratic process. And if I don't express who I feel is the best candidate, even if I know that it's going nowhere, then that fucking mentality that you can never hire anyone that's not on one or the other parties is never going to fucking change. That percentage needs to creep up every year, right? Because yeah. that's what happens, right? I mean, there was a point in time where everyone fucking had to worry about stepping off of a horse into horse shit when they went to a restaurant, right? And over time, the horses went away and cars came in. Things change for us to be stuck in this fucking mentality that it's a two party system and you can it's either going to be one or the other. I mean, I, I almost would like to say that Trump is the best example that I've seen, at least in my life, that the two party system can actually be disrupted as much as I hate to say it, because I never really considered him a Republican. Right. I mean, he was friends with the Clintons. I will say um and he's not my guy at all. I'm not a monstrous fan of the Cheeto. Uh, there are there is some evidence that he's pulled the the right a little bit closer to the center over over the past three and a half years. But the fact that he just put himself into the election process and won, right? When people when 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 most Republican Party affiliates did wanted nothing to do with him, and he still won. 
maybe it's not what we wanted, but we wanted change. Our country wanted something that wasn't from this two-party system, which is probably why he's going to end up getting reelected. No, no, it's Trump is the Republicans pet tiger. You know, it's like he's going to fuck everything up. He'll kill you. He'll kill you if, you know, if if the mood takes him. But it's also like, yeah, it, it it's 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 a it's a it's it's a cultivated vulgarity statement. Can, can I give a, sh- a quick shout out? Um, shout out! Shout out to the fuckboy hipsters that like like to call themselves comrade and like you know <laughs> glorify fucking Antifa and communism and scaring like anybody that like lived through the Cold War. Shout out to you fucking losers because you 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 played a small role, albeit but a role nonetheless in fucking not getting the guy you wanted out in the democratic fucking election. Shout out to you. You're a bunch of fucking tools. (laughs) I see that like comrade bullshit. And it's like, man, you are a fucking moron. You just, you're just dumb. Speaking of Sanders supporters or maybe Biden supporters. um, What about Bill Maher? (laughs) See, I don't know enough about this. Gunner, do you? He, no, I, I, I know the gist of it. The gist of it is he called it a Chinese virus, and when people got upset with him, he's like, no, fuck this. It started in China. It's a Chinese virus. He went a little, he was a little cavalier with it, and I, and I understand that. Um, but I think he was just kind of Actually, if you want to get specific, if you want to, one, cast blame, and two, uh, you know, just like stick it. The proper the proper phrasing going around right now is the CCP virus. Uh, which means the Chinese Communist Party, oh. not Chinese, not the Chinese virus, because it's not it's not a people of China thing. This whole situation is directly kind of escalated from China, you know, China effectively being North Korea with iPhones and modern pharmaceutical manufacturing. You know, it, it's like the. This blew up to what it is now because the Chinese the Chinese government being fuckboys. And it is totally it is totally appropriate to tag them with the baggage on this. Like Yeah, because of all the, the, the misinformation and the lack of information, the suppress suppression of information. And frankly, there's this I mean, I want to get back to conspiracy theories, but some people are theorizing that like the WHO has a pretty big office in Beijing, correct? And and Beijing yeah. provides them with a lot of money, and they were they were purposely downplaying this because Beijing told them to. That's a that's a conspiracy theory, and I can't I really can't prove that. You know what I mean? But well, it is no, the no, there's around. so there's a couple things, which is that one, um, the the who the the World Health Organization. Um, or the WHO, don't call it the who. The Sorry, you're right, you're right, you're yeah, right, my bad. But, no, I, 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 I do it too, but um, it's, the, the Chinese government has taken an abundantly large amount of influence in that organization as of late, just because they've been throwing a shit ton of money that they've gotten from fucking Western companies basically subsidizing all of these fucking crazy make-work projects by dumping all their manufacturing over there. Um, 
you know, and like China's got the whole Silk and Road, the, the the Silk Road project that they're doing, where they're just building all this infrastructure in Africa and everywhere else. But part of the problem is, is that the who the see there you go again. It's WHO, right. They know the, who, they know who we're talking about. The WHO, like, has become this political organization that's aligned with China's politics. I.e., yes. they can't talk about they can't talk about Taiwan. Taiwan, if Taiwan's mentioned, it has to be Taiwan, a province of China. And what, you know, like one of the things that's coming out right now is that there, there was a Hong, there was an interview with a Hong Kong journalist who was talking to the, one of the, the heads of the WHO. And one of the things that they were saying is that like, hey, we have these different countries in this region that are responding to the outbreak in different ways. And, you know, like we've had this situation in Hong Kong, we've had the situation in China. Can you tell us how Taiwan is doing it? And the guy would not acknowledge the mention of Taiwan <laughs> in the interview and he hung up. It's and like now, asking somebody about their mistress. <laughs> and and so and then and then they disappeared and then they disappeared the guy from the WHO that wouldn't respond to like like he's his name's gone from the fucking page. It's like he never fucking worked there. They just scrubbed him from the WHO history because it was embarrassing because China lost, you know, like the WHO and China lost face. Yeah. And now the head of the WHO is screaming about how Taiwan, you know, Taiwan was being racist to him or something like that. And it's just like, it, it's, he's got his own baggage that, that he comes with. But one of the things that came out was that Taiwan was reporting to the WHO back at the start of January that it, because the thing is, is that the Chinese government was the one that was communicating to the WHO. They weren't allowing Chinese health officials right. to talk to the WHO. And Ta the, the, what the Chinese health officials were doing was that they were talking to people in Taiwan saying, we are having people getting human-to-human -human transmission yeah, right. of the yes. virus. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and actually, uh, yeah, uh, a and, small caveat, small note. Um, this, my take last week on... You know, I really just didn't like how 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 Trump didn't really respond to this and didn't treat this as seriously as he did. I kind of got to blame the WHO a little bit on this and go. And, not that I want to support him, and not that I think I still think he could have been smarter about this, but I do think he was kind of going with the information that the WHO was giving at first. And well, I can't it, really blame know, him for that. And, and but, Wade, Wade, this is where the conspiracy starts to thicken. Right. Because and, and we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Right. And, and I went through one of the um, the, the CDC bulletins uh, um, that that um, somebody who a Trump supporter um, that I'm friends with um, on Facebook had had he had gone through and he had reposted them um, in a like a small digest. And it essentially it essentially made Trump look like he made good decisions. And so. And this kind of brings the whole episode full circle because if you combine the like this this the fear mongering, stay home, right? The 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 uh, the Bill Gates kind of predicting this five years ago, him having possible investments in a system where we're all being tracked, and on top of all of that, the media continuously spins. The words of our president, even when they're correct, spins them against him. Yeah, the bash fest is getting a little excessive on uh, like like at CNN, which is not 
listen, they're all Fox, CNN, MSMC. It's all bullshit, right? Like they all have spins. There's nothing fair and balanced or fucking non-biased about them. But I, it's getting the bashing is just enough. And- Bill Maher had an an excellent response to all of this. And by the way, this is the first time I've ever seen, and I hate to take parties. I don't even like to mention parties because I think it's a broken, I think it's a broken system to pick sides. And most of the people, even that pick a side that I talk to, um, fundamentally agree with that, that that, that, that's a problem, right? You should be for principle. You shouldn't be for a fucking sports team. And the political parties are a glorified sports team. And you kind of blind you're like well i had to choose (laughs) fuck you i like guns i had to choose so fuck you i'm going with this side um type deal which i think is bullshit and that's kind of why libertarian is kind of coming out of the middle of of this this two-party system but but this is the first time i've seen the dare i say republican friends of mine share a bill maher quote and this was fucking it was awesome right um about calling it the uh the chinese virus Good, bad, or indifferent, right? Some people say it; they're just xenophobic, and um, and they just want to be racist. And Bill Maher uh, gives them, you know, a free pass. But I don't believe that, right? I believe that. I think this this quote from Bill Maher, and we've we've had this social justice topic several times throughout our um, podcast, but. I think Bill Maher nails hits the nail on the head with this. He says, "Jesus fucking Christ." Can't we even have a pandemic without getting offended? When they named Lyme disease after a town in Connecticut, the locals didn't get all ticked off. Waka waka. (laughs) I thought that was pretty good. I thought that was a good summary about how we're this reactive culture. And he said, he said, he said, I'm sure there's people that would rather die of the virus than ever call it a Chinese virus. And that's an interesting point. You know, I'm not arguing for or against the name. Um, I can understand why when you get an entire country and associate it well, with the most deadly, um, <clears throat> the most deadly um, and easily transmitted virus that we've seen in our in our entire lifetime, that people kind of want it to, to to stop. Right? Let's call it what the virus is. Let's not blame it on the country. Um, but at the same token, uh, you know, what would what would China say? Would they embrace it? When we started calling the Affordable Health Care Act Obamacare, Obama said, I'll embrace this. Call it Obamacare. I'm on, I'm on board with this. I, I don't listen. It's it's a, it's I don't give a shit how you how you call, it's COVID, right? COVID-19, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it. You want to call it the Chinese virus. Eh, I don't know. Sounds a little tacky to me. Fact is, though. The shit originated there. It came out of there. They lied about it. They suppressed information. And that's the point. That's the part that pisses well, me off. And it, it's the thing is, is that this is this this has been their course of action with every one of them. When yeah. SARS came out, SARS, when H one when H one N one. I I mean like there so there's there's one thing where you know, like the only the only reason I even hem and haw when I when I hear the, the Chinese virus thing is all I can think of is the Spanish flu. And it didn't and even originate reason, from Spain, right? Well, like the they were just it, the ones that were honest about it. Yes, because everybody else was literally fucking like the United States was suppressing reports of it. Like everybody right. fucking kept mums the word, which also just is another thing to the how fucking corrupt 
journalism has been for a long, you know, popular media has been for a long time and has brief spurts of like self-honesty. And then it fucking goes back to being fucking either owned, you know, like everybody's owned by the same six people or, you know, like it's fucking fight, 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 kiss, kiss, kiss bullshit. And yeah, but yeah, it's so this is where, it's one thing to be fucking beaten up on Trump for everything, but there's a series of like fundamental mistakes that were made, which is that when they closed down the fucking hot, the, the bureau office in China, specifically to monitor fucking outbreaks of pandemics, they were there because we knew we could not fucking trust the Chinese government to be honest about what the fucking situation was on the ground over there. Right. We needed we needed that heads up because they are not a partner that acts in good faith. Agreed. You know, uh, the, the, the travel bans, the travel bans, yes, the travel bans had to happen. Did we act in the most ideal way with the fucking time that supposedly that bought us? Probably not, but, you know, it was also a dynamic situation. What the fuck are you, you, you know, I mean, like, we haven't had... We haven't had to deal with a situation like this in probably something like 40 fucking years. Right. Like, this is, um, you know, it's unprecedented, essentially, especially with it's how it, it, it's, it's <laughs> it, you know, it's a not it's, you know, it, it's again, this is this is like a, you know, you roll the dice, takes your chances. Did, I, did you ever play the fucking um, what's the. What's the one game that the the joke is always like Morocco is the only one that fucking survives every time? I don't. It's not risk, but no, it's the it's the plague game though. Oh, you're plague talking Inc. about um, plague, plague Inc. Yeah, I actually have that yeah. on my phone. I don't know, man. Greenland seems to survive, or Iceland seems to always survive. <laughs> that being said, continue with your thought. <laughs> well, no, but it's it's just you're at like the one hour mark. So when you say that being said, yeah. <laughs> all of our listeners are ready for you to just shut it all down. Shut it, shut down. That's how, that's how I do it. That's how I do it. Um, Got to keep it, keep it moving. You know, but really, the big problem is is all those fucking five G waves cooking yeah. your brain. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so tired of it hearing out this five G bullshit. Like a G six. Like a G6, yeah. baby. All right. Well, with that, as Trace just uh, let us know, we are at the hour mark. And uh, with that, we will be bidding you, uh, as the French say, adieu. Make like um, a tree and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> make like a tree and get the fuck out of here. But uh, to our. Make like Sanders and leave. Oh, man. I'm still Too bummed. Soon. Too soon. It's Too soon. soon. I just I just wanted someone they had a shot against and that's all. That's all I wanted. And they picked the fucking one dope that that has no shot against them. All right, no more of that. With that being said, <laughs> if I mean honestly, if you do you, if any do listener you, disagrees, I'll gladly have a conversation with them. But do you think he's gonna be like emboldened now and like say like he's gonna get rid of Pence and have Ivanka as his running mate or like I don't maybe even. like Mickey Mouse? Maybe Mickey I Mouse. I don't need you anymore. <laughs> he's he's actually he's actually just gonna do like a quick swap, like right like at the moment we elect him, somehow he's gonna put his daughter in charge. <laughs> like, wait, how the fuck did you pull that one off? She's not even vice president. 
How is she our president? It'd be like first female president. It's all because of me. And it's great. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to do something, something, (sighs) something spectacular, something very, very big and beautiful. (laughs) Only I can do. All right. With that being said though, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, you know, comment, subscribe, and, uh, we'll see you soon. Gonna take us out. Right. Right.